Yo, what is up? Welcome to the Fight Like Hell podcast. I'm your host, Rob, and with me is Austin. What's going on, dude? How's it going, man? It's going, man. It's going. Today is April 26, 2021. It's a Monday night. You actually included the date in our show notes. I really I appreciate time, that. Just for you. I know, I know. It'll, it'll help me go into my rant that I kind of put on SOS. I actually put a different rant on all three different platforms I use a lot. Yeah. And one was on Snapchat. One was on my personal Facebook slash Instagram. And the other was on SOS's Instagram. And that rant was about pretty much getting after it. And the idea of this podcast tonight is going to be about being comfortable with being uncomfortable. So what I've observed, and I think you probably are observing as you're going through this uh, 75 hard process is at times it fucking sucks. Like it's, it's super annoying. It's frustrating. Sometimes you have to really like move around your schedule to figure out things. You got to figure out ways to fucking finish your water you're hurting your whole body feels like shit uh you you end up in situations where people are eating shitty around you and you want to consume the same crappy food they are doing and you can't but the whole entire point of the program and one of the things that i've been observing for the last i don't know few weeks is it's going back to that like military mind frame with just like embracing the suck essentially and being uncomfortable with being comfortable with being uncomfortable i mean what what what's your thoughts on it yeah i mean so i think the biggest thing is especially with this whole thing is you're always like i put in the show notes i said you know 75 hard feeling exhausted daily um and especially especially with um between 75 hard and me basically remodeling my house um i've just yeah. been exhausted um every single day and to the point where yeah. i'm like do i really want to do this <laughs> i mean i do it anyways yeah. but it's just like do I, no you do I, are i mean do i really want to continue with this because i'm just fucking exhausted every fucking day yeah there's like there's you, been a couple of nights where we both have texted each other like probably about like 70% of the way through the day. And mm. we're just like, one of us is like, dude, I am fucking exhausted. Like, I don't know how I feel about this second workout for me. Like I fell asleep three times last night trying to read my 10 pages. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's getting exhausting, blending it with your everyday life essentially. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And then I guess furthermore, like let's let's angle this towards the people that actually listen to this podcast or enjoy either vigilant and humble stuff or they enjoy save our six stuff or maybe they enjoy us on like a personal level from like friendship, family, mm-hmm. etc. Right now, a lot of the world is going through shit. So like it's very easy to categorize yourself as like you know, life is shitty right now. I can't do something or, you know, like it, it all fucking sucks. So I can't do something about, it. no, that's, that's like the wrong fucking attitude and answer to have at things that you're doing. Like you need to come at it with a different perspective. If you do not like 
the shit that you're going through or something that is happening. If you're unhappy with your fucking weight, if you're unhappy with the way you are going after your goals, if you're unhappy with your study habits, if you're unhappy with your education, if you're unhappy with your job, your business, whatever the fuck it is, like you have to take accountability for that situation first off. And then you have to find a way to rise up and move into the next chapter of your life. What you're dealing with right now is essentially the middle of that chapter, or maybe it's a closing of a chapter and you're going to start a new chapter tomorrow when you get up and you're going to find a way to get after it. And what it does is you take small incremental steps um, towards that goal. And sometimes those steps that you have to take are a big risk. We were talking about before the podcast, I was complimenting you on how, like, I think it's pretty incredible that you, you know, three years ago, over three years ago, decided to just leave your career and your job. No, no, no. So, so it wasn't three years ago. So it was the business started three years ago, but at a certain point, okay, I misspoke. So some of us already know that you started vigilant and humble three years Mm -hmm. ago, correct? correct? But when was that defining moment that you're that you're like, you know what, fuck this, like I want this to be a business, and you went into that whole entire risk versus reward? Mm-hmm. Was it yeah. what we were saying yeah. earlier? Yeah. So what what happened is I noticed um, I'd work eight to ten hours a day, um, six days a week, and I was just getting burnt out. And where after work I wouldn't want to come home and do anything. I wouldn't want to work on vigilant humble because I was just fucking exhausted from the day. So, um, and then during the weekend, I only had one day off where I just slept or did nothing because I didn't want to do anything but, you know, relax. So after, after doing that for a couple months, um, because I ended up, the place I was working at, I worked there for almost three years. Um, But, I mean, after a couple months of them making us work six, six days a week, you know, eight to 10 hours a day, I was like, I can't do this. So like if I want Vigilant Humble to succeed and to be profitable, I have to put be able to put the time I want to into this. So that's that's yeah. when I that's when I decided to well, I'm just gonna go all in then, you know. And like you said, be be comfortably uncomfortable, you know, and it's either all or nothing. Either I'm gonna make it or I'm not. I mean, you know. And there has to be a point and I think there's a point where any business owner or entrepreneur you know because you can't you can't work a day job and have a a side hustle you know it doesn't work at some point you have to turn it into your you know your main focus if you want it to be anything big you know yeah so that's that's what i did you know i was like well if i want this to succeed then i'm gonna go all in and i quit my job and been doing this for it'll be a year doing this full time for almost a year yeah and that goes back to being putting your making it somewhat more challenging for yourself and putting yourself in a situation where you have to dig deep and embrace it aka embrace it suck and Mm kind of go forward with it and i think you and i are 
the same, but on different wavelengths. Like I've, I've always done that with my fitness. Like I've always embraced the suck and like been able to push through different things. And I think you're that person when it comes to business. And the cool thing about this relationship that we have is, um, one, we love each other Two, we tell each other that daily Mm -hmm. three, all jokes aside. I think that, you know, you bring a lot of stuff to the table to help me out with my business with save our six. I mean, shit, we were looking at taxes together the other night, no. You're like literally helping me do my taxes for save our six. Yet you don't have the same tax requirements in, um, Oregon in Oregon. Whereas yeah. I have certain requirements in Wyoming and you're like helping me figure that shit out. And then, you know, you kind of hinted at the, the whole entire idea of doing the 75 hard challenge. Mm. But you know, it was through sending you a couple things and like me trying to motivate you a little bit to do it, that you actually jumped on board with it. And you know, I, I just, I think it's fucking cool that like, we're both like with this whole entire, okay, like let's do something that we both might not be great at, but let's get fucking good at it and then become great at it. Yeah. And right. And yeah. And, um, and with this whole thing, I wouldn't, I would have never been able to, like, if I was in your shoes, where you're, you know, you know, by yourself, you're single, where I would never been able to take that leap and do this if I didn't have a good support system around me. I didn't have my wife who would, you know, and other people in my in my life that would let me, you know, try this out and follow my dreams. Like, if I was single by myself this would never happen. I would, I would still have to stay at my job because I don't have the other backing or, you know, sense of, you know, someone there if, if something goes wrong, you know? Yeah. And it's, and it's all about support team, having people around you that support you like you. Yeah. Well, I don't know what I really provide for support, but I'll tell you, later. <laughs> I'll tell you off this. Hey, now, <laughs> But I mean, that's it's kind of kind of the rant I wanted to open up with because you know we we hope that if you enjoy our stuff or you're enjoying this podcast and you're following along or maybe this is your first time listening, like we want people to understand the ideology behind fight like hell is literally to fight like hell. Like you have two options, as Austin used to say when he came up with the whole entire fight like hell logo. You can either lay down and die and quit you know die might Mm. be harsh but you can either lay down and quit at something or you can fight through it aka fight like hell that's the point of this podcast yeah i mean we want people like we want fucking winners like like i want i want winners on our team i want winners to support us i want to support winners and if you're a fucking winner come join us man come join the fight like hell and yeah on that note by the way, I noticed we've gotten a couple more ratings, so appreciate all the people that have been sending us those five-star loves and writing us reviews. Uh, if you wouldn't mind and you are listening to this, go into Apple iTunes under Fight Like Hell, slide your way down the page by you know stringing your finger up, and you'll <laughs> see at the bottom a little area with stars on it. Click however many stars you think we're worth. We're obviously Ten. worth five. But ten. 10 yeah 10 stars and then there's a button to the left that says write a review just below it click on that type it in and fucking get after it 
But yeah, that's it. I guess we'll go into our first topic of the week. And our topic of the week is the rise and fall of technology. Um, you want to like open this up or you want me to yeah, talk um, on it? Yeah. I mean, we talked a little bit about this, like last, me and you were talking about this a little bit last week. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's just because we were talking about like back in the day when we were both using AOL Instant Messenger and AOL chat rooms be- before like social media was a thing because that's how you communicated with people. Yeah. You, you know what's not on there too that I thought of? I just thought about hmm. beepers. I never had a pager or a beeper. Really? So you never yeah. got into the whole like beeper stuff? Oh, yeah. You're like 10 years younger than me. So. Yeah. Yeah, beepers were a thing at one point in my teenhood, I think, or no, childhood. I can't fucking remember. Either way, um, let's go over a couple of those things. AOL chat was definitely one of them. We were talking about like getting in chat rooms and meeting people for the first time. And we were also, t- yeah, because we were talking about AOL chat rooms. We were talking mm-hmm. about uh, AOL Instant Messenger, which was, you know, just talking with any of your friends or people that you met in those chat rooms. Yeah. Cause I was always trying to go in there and, you know, meet a girl and try to I, get I her out. I would do the same thing. The it's ch- okay. Doing the same thing. Yeah. Get her out of the chat room to actually talk to me. And, um, I, should I tell them the story about, I'll, I'll summarize it. You can, but, um, I'm gonna go one more thing I'm going to bring up. I mean, people these days will never understand the, when you're, you know, on the corded phone talking, and you're, oh and my you, god! And, and you're, you know, you could be talking to some chick, and someone could just pick up the other line and listen. Like your parents could pick up the other line and listen to your whole conversation. And you know, you can't do that nowadays. Yeah, you're talking about landlines. Yeah. So when, like, even even like a cordless phone or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, you're you call like someone's parents house or whatever and you would ask for like rebecca or whatever rebecca would pick up but did mom and dad hang up the phone because they could sit there and listen to the call so it's always pretty sketch i'm not gonna lie i'm pretty sure my parents did that a couple times when me and my buddy kevin were talking and we got busted on a couple things because we thought we were talking privately but (laughs) we were actually denouncing every plan that we were doing to my parents yeah there's no such thing as privacy back then (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Another thing that sucked was um, AOL dial-up mm-hmm. when you couldn't oh be on the god. phone if someone was on the internet. Oh my god! Wonder if we get sued by AOL if we played the <laughs> dial-up sound. We probably shouldn't. But no. <laughs> do you? But also on the flip side, like one of those things that's it's it was such a cool and cool technology that went away was like AOL Mail was the shit like uh, I st- like you I, I got still, mail. I still have one yeah i mean some people still have them i like, still have one i i have mine still but i haven't that's one, of my, that's, one, that's one of my main like emails what you still use it yeah every, every every day that's like there's like so many security vulnerabilities with aol well it's not well it's aim now but it's the same thing oh my god <laughs> Um, yeah, so AOL was definitely a big thing. You put down MySpace as well. Well, because MySpace, I mean, the rise and fall of MySpace, that was like I the know, first like, social so media. I know, so big. Fucking Tom, man. Tom was I, my I still, friend. I'm, like I said, I st- I'm still not sure if he was a real person or not. 
I think he was. I think he was just uh, someone the government created. <laughs> what if the government created MySpace to just spy on us all? I don't know. At first, they did a good job because, like, <laughs> MySpace was the shit. Yeah. And, uh... I mean, MySpace... Everybody had a MySpace, and you could, like, you know, create your own profile and put new backgrounds on there and videos and, like, you could do everything with your MySpace. I'm, like, reading something about, like... <laughs> I guess MySpace <laughs> is still a thing, like... It it, it 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 tried coming back. Like you can actually have a MySpace account right now. Like you can go get a MySpace account right now. It's still it's still a thing. It's just no one ever uses it because of Facebook. And Instagram. Yeah. At one point Justin Timberlake owned a MySpace. Yeah, this is crazy. Yeah, it was um it was definitely a time though. Like I remember using MySpace all the time and having like my music set up and then yeah. like uh, i was already doing a little bit of html coding because i was a graphic designer back then so well, i yeah, would customize my own yeah. yeah yep yeah so and then my space thing was, had, yeah and then another thing i had on there was the 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 old nokias that were indestructible yeah the ones that you could play fucking snake on yeah with teen and then it had t9 text is how you text back then Oh my god, dude! <laughs> you skip the letter. You have, to push it, you have to push it like five times. You have to like press it like four or five times, and then sometimes you'd miss that letter, and then you yeah, have to you go have to back going. through the cycle again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I got really good with it over time, yeah, but too. I think that's just because we're from the generation of you know we're millennials, so we've always had technology and we have adapted to technology pretty quickly, whereas like. Kids now they have technology, but they have it more in like the video and audio yeah. format. So there's eventually going to be stuff that I think we're not going to understand. I hope I can figure it out because I'm an IT professional. So right, I mean, because me and you're both into technologies. So, I mean, we'll be able to figure it out. Yeah. So besides that, oh, oh, Skype, the rise and fall of Skype. Yeah, Skype well, even I mean, had it locked down for a while on businesses too. It and did, and they're... and then COVID happened, and then everybody and their mom used Zoom. Well, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's part of it, but also, um, Microsoft decided to not renew their contract with Skype going forward no. in 2021. They moon or they sunset uh, Skype and started forcing organizations that are like you know uh office for business they started mm -hmm. making people go to teams microsoft right. teams which is in my opinion it's a better version of zoom and um skype like i, I think it it does everything and anything that you need I, and so then, i think teams is good for business but i think zoom is way better for if you want if you're having like a whole bunch of people like in a video chat yeah i would agree with that actually because we even ran into issues today we won't say why actually yeah. but we ran into issues with something on it that just jogged my mind on why yeah. it's not as easy to set up and or work with there are some barriers whereas in teams everything or not teams uh zoom zoom 
things seem to work somewhat seamless. Yeah, and, and very, everybody uh, in their mom uses Zoom now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So those were a couple of the technologies. Was there any other ones you wanted to plug? Um, I don't think so. I mean, there's so many. It's just crazy. Like I said, most people won't. Oh, there was one more thing. Cassette players or C- the CD players the, that you had to walk around with yeah. to listen to a CD that you'd put in your pocket. They're like, you know, mm-hmm. this big just to listen to like one a CD. CD player. Yeah. Yeah. The portable CD players. <laughs> and then before they came out with Anti Shock, like you would be yeah, walking along and your CD would be fucking skipping. Oh, yeah. And like I remember that. the invention of Anti Shock on these like little CD players was like one of the greatest things that ever happened cuz then like you could actually drive places and you know listen to um CD. listen to stuff yeah, yeah. Well, like i said that was bef- like that was the only way to listen to music you know uh, one of the cd players yeah yeah um besides that though I mean, those were those were a few of the things that we thought were from the past that we watched rise and fall over time. Uh, you got anything else that you can think of, or you uh, want to no, move I on think, to the I, next topic? I think we can move on to the next story that I'm curious about. Okay, so I began to tell Austin this story uh, over the weekend, or maybe like right before the weekend. Yeah, and it it's the story of the, t- it's the time that I was training to climb Denali and I fell off a mountain. <laughs> and uh, Austin's going to hear this story for the first time. Uh, a lot of you know the story if you know knew me in Alaska. But if you did not know me when I lived in Alaska, then you do not know the story. So sit down, grab some popcorn, drink a beer, drink a whiskey, do stuff that we can't fucking do drink right now. Drink some water. Just yeah, like drink water. Drink water, Austin, while I tell you this story. Anyways, um a while ago, probably about four years ago now, maybe five, uh my buddy Jacob and I, who was my roommate in Alaska, were in the process of training to climb Denali. And we got into mountaineering. We literally bought pretty much all the fucking gear that we'd need to climb Denali. And we decided to start practicing on smaller mountains and kind of working our way up. So uh, one Labor Day weekend. Um, Hang on one sec. I need water, ironically. One Labor Day weekend. We decided that we're going to, you know, go out and attempt a a decent sized mountain. And uh, we're out climbing. And, you know, just doing our hike, working our way up and on our way down, God, man, on our way down, I was with someone besides Jacob who had never done any type of hiking at this level. And, uh, we were kind of making it a little bit hazardous for her and I kind of felt bad for her. So I was telling her we we had just got done like hitting like our second peak of the day and I was telling her, Hey, listen, like it's not hard going up. Most injuries happen when you're going down and we were supposed to go down a couple thousand feet because I think we were like close to like 7,000 at this one. 
and we're going to work our way down to about five, go across like a little saddle and then work our way back up to another one that was even taller. And I'm telling her, Hey, like if you get in a slide, this is what you do. This is what you don't do. Blah, 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 blah. I'm explaining all of it. Thinking we're good. After I'm done explaining it, the very next step I take the ledge I'm on just like completely crumbles out and I fall and I start sliding and I start sliding really fast. Cause I'm in scree, which is a uh, loose, like jagged rocks. Mm. And then I start to tumble and I'm trying to do the things that I told her to do, which is, you know, one of the best moves you can do if you're in a slide, if you don't have your ax, readily like um an ice axe which right did not have one then if you don't have one what you want to do is you want to get to your stomach you want to sprawl out as wide as you can because you're going to create more surface area that makes it harder for you to keep descending right, problem was the bag i was using exactly the bag i was using was extremely wide and uh extremely deep because i was carrying all my gear Plus, I was carrying about 40% of her gear to make her life a little bit easier, which ended up screwing me because I could not roll over on my side. So instead, I just started hauling ass down the mountain. And as soon as I started going down, I was like, I fucked up. Like, this is definitely how I'm going to die. Like, there's no recovering from this. Just going down, tumbling, flipping all over the place. And then I crash into the bottom of a boulder bed. Um, which, you know, had tons and tons of boulders. And I remember kind of like being in and out of it, dazed in, dazed out. And I'm like, fuck, how am I alive still? And I recalled something that my friend Ashley taught me. You know, if you're ever in a traumatic accident, uh, you know, do a couple things before you just like spring back to your feet. And that's first, you know, wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes to ensure that you're not paralyzed. For some reason, I thought about that because I was like, this was pretty traumatic. So I'm wiggling my fingers. I'm wiggling my toes. I'm like, okay, I'm obviously not paralyzed, but I had to have broken something. I've had to have hurt something. Like I fell. The girl said that she watched me fall. It looks like a little rag doll going down the mountain. She said at minimum, it was at least 60 feet of falling to maybe over 100 feet of falling. Just like... Mm -hmm going down getting flipped all over the place anyways um <clears throat> i realized that i wasn't wasn't paralyzed but next i needed to do the abcs where you know you're checking your airway you're checking to see if you're uh bleeding and you know circulation so <laughs> i'm obviously breathing because i'm making decisions and i'm thinking about things and i'm like okay am i bleeding i look down my hands are kind of ripped open a little bit, like they're bleeding, but mm. it's not terrible. Um, I had shredded through the gloves I was wearing, and my pant legs were spotting with blood. So I had cut up my legs a little bit. So I'm like, okay, well, I probably need a fucking tourniquet to like stop the bleeding, possibly. And I go to reach for the tourniquet, and the right arm didn't like work from the the point of the bicep up like it just felt like awkward as hell like it just wasn't it wasn't moving like the arm wouldn't articulate like my fingers would move and my wrist would move but mm -hmm. the the bicep like from the elbow up was not moving so i took my hand and i moved it up the one that i thought was damaged i moved that right hand up to my left shoulder to feel 
what my shoulder felt like there. I'm like, okay, that shoulder's not hurt. So like, what is the other shoulder going to feel like? So (laughs) I take my left hand to go touch my right shoulder. And that's where I could feel the bone was actually like sticking against the skin on the back end. Like Mm. it, the shoulder had ripped out of the socket. Like the bone was almost like, uh, uh, going through the skin like I could actually feel the bone and what happened was I ended up chipping a couple ribs I ended up getting a a, they called a bank cart lesion on like the shoulder blade where it looked like someone took a ball pin hammer and just smashed the shit out of my shoulder and I tore my labrum I had torn a couple things like my rotator cuff um it's pretty bad the arm was just like a wet fucking noodle basically just like hanging on by ligaments essentially. So I'm still on the side of the mountain and it took about 20 minutes for my friends to get down to me and they found me and the girl's like hysterically crying because she's like, I thought you died. I thought you died. And I'm like, yeah, I thought I died too. She's like, we've been calling your name for the past 20 minutes. And I'm like, honestly, I've been in so much shock that I'm still alive that I didn't even hear you guys. And she's like, well, are you hurt? I'm like, I think I am. And uh, I need someone to like evaluate me, but we can't do it here because we're still on the side of a cliff. So my buddy Jacob ends up grabbing my bag, carrying it. And um, I ended up working my way down with the girl. We got down to a little valley area where uh, they looked at my shoulder. And (laughs) I told the girl, I was like, listen, like, I think I messed up my shoulder pretty bad. I'm like, can you look at it, but don't freak out because we're, Oh, here's one thing that I forgot to start the story off with. We are 70 miles into the back country. We had gotten driven in on a bus system, 60 miles. And then on top of that, we hiked in an additional 10 miles. So we are over probably 80 miles from the nearest hospital, 10 miles from the nearest ranger station and across two mountain ranges to get to that ranger station. Mm-hmm. So like I'm starting to get a little bit concerned because I'm supposed to be leading this group and now I'm hurt pretty bad. So I'm starting to wonder, you know, how bad's the shoulder? So I tell the girl I'm with, she's a nurse. I was like, Hey, like, you know, can you take a look at my shoulder? And if it's bad, don't freak out. But like, let's get in touch with someone on my sat device and like get me help if we need to so she she takes off my jacket and her eyes go fucking huge and she's like rob can i have the sat device i'm like yeah what's wrong she's like uh nothing can i have the sat device (laughs) so she walks away with jacob and i could hear her whispering like his arm is so fucked up right now so now like i'm starting a little bit panic because i was thinking like oh shit I might be internally bleeding from this. Like this, this was a pretty bad fall. I'm very happy to be alive. I'm very happy that like I didn't break a leg in the process, but this could be really bad. So we use this device called an inReach whenever I do like backcountry stuff or whatever. And for those of you who don't know what it is, uh, a company Garmin, well, everyone knows who Garmin is. Garmin bought out inReach and inReach is a sat device that allows you to send 10 digit grid text messages 
meaning that you can give your exact location of where you are and you can text people and you can use this device for a couple different ways you pair it with your cell phone that way you can like actually like text from your cell phone using bluetooth and you can send to like a friend family whoever if you have someone's phone number you can send them where you're at and what you're doing and you have like 150 characters per text message or in an emergency you can flip the switch and send out a 10 digit grid to the nearest uh, pararescue anywhere in the world so it's it's pretty sick device yeah and they also have i told my spot me too yeah spot spot is one of them too but spot doesn't work well in alaska and that's the reason why i actually got with um InReach because mm-hmm. InReach runs their – I might be saying this backwards, so don't quote me on this exactly. So mm-hmm. the, the the satellites that go from north to south of our poles, mm-hmm. I think that's called longitude, yeah. like when they're actually going over yeah, the poles. Is. That's the satellite system that um, InReach uses. Spot mm-hmm. uses stuff that goes around the equator. So there's certain times of the day it's impossible for you to send a signal and Mm -hmm. they'll use their latitude ones. So like, it's, it's really hard. Like they sell spots and supposedly they work okay. But when I first got there, I got talked out of getting a spot and getting an in reach. And honestly, like I've had an in reach now for eight years, I think. And I've upgraded Mm -hmm. occasionally with the newer models and, there's so only been a couple of times in like really bad storms that I wasn't able to send a message because it's hard to get through right, the, the layer of clouds and snow or yeah. in a building. It's impossible to like cause right. you need satellite. But um, well, anyways, the, the girl I was with started messaging a friend of mine back in Anchorage and said, hey, you know, Rob's pretty fucked up. Like, what do we do? And she explained the situation. This person, whatever, I'll name drop her. Ashley was smart enough to um, get in touch with the park rangers back in Denali and started coordinating with her. Or they started coordinating with her to coordinate with me where I needed to go to get medical attention, which was going to be that 10-mile hike across two different mountain ranges. So we started we started off and we went for about an hour. I was exhausted. I was in a lot of pain. My buddy wanted to reset the arm, but I didn't trust him. So I ended mm-hmm. up improvising and making my own little sling. That way I could keep my arm like against my chest and it wasn't like bouncing all over the place. Um at a certain point, like they started getting a little bit concerned about me because, you know, they needed me to have energy. We actually cliffed out at a waterfall because we were taking a different route than we intended on. So we end up at the edge of this cliff and we're looking at each other like, okay, what the fuck are we going to do now? We had some rope, but it wasn't going to be long enough to do the whole entire descent. And we had a bunch of 550 cord, which we thought like, fuck it. Like maybe we'll just use 550 cord and the rope that we have. And the plan was they were going to lower me down to a certain point. I would tie in there and then lower down Jacob, Jacob would, go and set up the next one actually the girl we were with was going to go down and then jacob would go down last and we just kind of leapfrog our way down mm-hmm. this on the side of this fucking waterfall so that was the plan uh in order to get the courage to do this plan 
we decided to, you know, have a couple shots of whiskey, um, and, uh, to also, you know, sit down and eat for a little bit while we were sitting there all of a sudden in the distance, I hear a fucking helicopter and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, did someone activate the SOS like in reach? And no, no one did activate that, but the park rangers knew about our situation, realized where we were in comparison to where we were trying to go. Mm-hmm. And they had, I guess the lead park ranger was out doing something close by where they could get to us with a helicopter. The area that we were at was so steep though, they could not land the helicopter properly. They had to nose in and like kind of like angle it just a little bit. So the runners were against the mountain and the park ranger jumped out, ran over to me, looked at my shoulder and was like, listen, your shoulder's really bad. She's like, you got two choices. She's like, I can reset your arm right now. It's going to hurt like hell. I don't have any meds on me. Or, and then she's like, you can walk your way out to uh, to the nearest ranger station. Or you can do the smarter choice. Give your friends some extra supplies that they might need, like your SAT device, and come with me. And within the next 30 to 40 minutes, I'll have you at a hospital where they can give you proper medication to reset your shoulder because your shoulder is really bad and you probably Mm -hmm. should come with me. So I went with my friends and got medevaced out of Denali. And that's the story of falling off the mountain. Yeah, and it was a pretty bad injury. Now, is that the same shoulder that still messes with you today? Does that shoulder still mess with me? Yeah, is that the same shoulder? No, so um, I messed up that shoulder in uh, level two combatives when I was in the army. So I've, I've dislocated that one before. So technically it was the second time it popped out. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were trying to force me to get surgery on it. And I actually listened to my dad. Instead of going with surgery, I decided to do the physical therapy route. And it took about eight months to get my shoulder back to full recovery to the point where I was able to do pull-ups again and do everything that I used to be able to do and get back into like ice climbing, rock climbing and all that good stuff. But yeah, it's just, it was, it was a very long time. They had to reset a couple things, my labrum and everything, I guess regrew or whatever. Someone was telling me the other day Mm -hmm. that like, tendons and stuff grow like a couple centimeters every week or something like that or i don't fucking know no idea yeah no we're not medical like we could plenty of medical people that have been in my life i could probably ask one of them and they would tell me but <laughs> I, know, not I, gonna I, go I, I know plenty of medical people but <laughs> yeah i may or may not have known a couple of medical people mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah that was uh that was that story so there you go. You didn't expect that, did you? Yeah, I mean, you just out being stupid, basically. Pretty much. <laughs> There's many other stories, but Sto- we'll, we'll save the that one Rob's as life. The, <laughs> the story of Rob doing stuff when he was being stupid trying to send it. So, all right, we'll, we'll conclude that story, and uh, why don't you go over to the next note? Yeah, um, so the next thing I wanted to bring up after Rob's, like, 30-minute discussion um, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> whatever 
No, I'm just Said get popcorn shit. or water. <laughs> um, is the Vigilant Humble Spring release is happening this Friday? Um, yeah. So we'll we're gonna be releasing patches, and I almost wanted to go get one, but I was like, wait, we're just doing a video with me and you. Never mind. <laughs> hey, what? I said, I, at first I thought about getting one and showing it, but then I was like, wait, it's just me and you on here. Oh, yeah, yeah. No one else can <laughs> that see it. <laughs> no, um, but, and this but is yeah, not being uh, recorded. But but we are releasing patches, um, new shirts, and some crop top hoodies, and some tank tops on Friday. This is very good. This is very good. SOS is going to be reaching, uh, releasing some merch too this week. Hopefully, hopefully That's one of the plans. We're, hopefully, we'll get that, we'll get that figured out. Yeah, and then we're, also, um, we are working, going to be working on some Fight Like Hell podcast shirts and hoodies. Well, no, no, are hoodies. We hoodies or Fuck not? hoodies right now. Um, we don't need no hoodies right now. We could do a couple crop tops. Uh, are you, you going to wear one? Yeah, after I'm done with the 75 hard and I'm yeah, not drinking like a gallon of water a day where I yeah. feel fucking bloated. We'll get you crop tops and silkies and you'll be good. Yeah, yeah. I've never felt like so fit and so bloated at the same time. That's how I constantly feel. I just feel like I have so much fucking water in me. Well, yeah, it's often drink a gallon a day. Yeah, and... Um, with the program I'm doing, I'm actually putting on weight. Like, I'm hope hopefully it's muscle. I'm gonna actually do like a fat percentage measurement here soon. But I want to wait at least like two and a half weeks, three mm-hmm. weeks into the program to see yeah, if there's have a difference. You, um, have you ever looked into the DEXA scans? I know what they are, but they don't have them anywhere here out here really. And they don't have one like. I want, um, yeah. Maybe in Casper. Um, maybe. Or I guess the close, next closest place, they probably have one in Denver, but that's a little far. Yeah, I don't plan on doing that. I can just do it the old school way. Yeah, but I mean, a Dex, Dexas skin would be cool because it tells you, like, every single percentage for, like, water, muscle, like, uh, insanely Holy accurate. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I should. We should uh, try to find and see where the nearest one is for me. Yeah, maybe I'll, I know, I will do it next. I know I have one like two and a half hour, two and a half, three hours away. Okay. Wow. And I think they're like $120 or something. But they give you Ooh. like super accurate, like, you know, readings. Yeah. Um,. So. I think uh I think out of the fact that I took forever on explaining my falling off a mountain story and or might have bored some people we'll save like another adventure with Rob story for next week. I'm going to move that one over and we'll just okay. go into our, our next section if you think we're ready. Yeah, um I I just want to let's do the promo spot real fast. Um, for everybody that is listening, you can use promo code FLH on either Vigilant Humble or SaveR6.com, 
and you can save 20% off your entire order. It's very nice. Oh, hey, I wanted to say something too, speaking hey, of like our merch hey, what? that's mutual merch. I ironically am wearing the t-shirt uh, that we have for a clothing line, which is a uh, lift heavy drink whiskey. And you made the joke today that we should make a new one called what? Lift heavy drink water. Cause that's what we're doing. Yeah, right lift, that's literally what we fucking do all the time is drink water. Um, dude, your, your face is like starting to thin out a little bit. Yeah. Um, I weighed, I weighed this morning and now I'm down seven pounds. It's noticeable. So I feel like I'm going the opposite way of you. Like I'm sizing up. But, like but then again, pants. but then again, you also only you know, well, you compared to me though. <laughs> What's that? I said, well, you compared to me though. Yeah. Well, you're also we're on opposite shape. style programs, I guess. Same program, but. Different, different approaches, you know, but, uh, yeah, I, I meant to actually say that earlier. It looks like you're starting to lose some weight in your face. So like keep up the good work, dude. And on that note, we should talk about terrible now. things. Yeah. Speaking yeah, of candy, so let's talk about some candy, Rob. Mm-hmm. That, so. that Rob loves. <laughs> so yeah, me so. and so. So me and a person who shall not be named um, decided to uh, prank you because we know that you have a huge sweet tooth and mm-hmm. absolutely love candy in general and anything sweet. Mm-hmm. So I decided to go on Amazon and buy 12 pounds of gummy worms and have them delivered to your front door. Yeah. Yeah, they were the the person who shall remain nameless and uh Austin decided to sabotage me because <laughs> they were getting annoyed with my fitness level or something. I don't know. Like Austin was trying to make me gain weight or something. And Well yeah, uh, because because that week you weighed and you're like hundred and forty nine or hundred and fifty pounds. I think it was like 152 or something like that. Yeah. I'm like pushing like close to, I think I'm like near 170 right now. This is the most I've weighed in a long time. All those gummy worms. (laughs) Gummy worms, motherfucker. It's muscle. I Uh, hope it's muscle. Is that what you you tell women? Yeah. I don't know. I just. And then. Yeah. And then um, recently. Um, Rob's absolute favorite candy is, what is it, Rob? It's black spicy licorice, and there's only one place I've ever been able to find it, and that's Alaska's um, weekly farmer's market. They have it, and these yeah. are they're these licorice, excuse me, licorice ropes. So yeah, yeah so. I'm so a- I I found I found that company online because we are looking it up, and I decided to send them an email to see if I could get some for your birthday that's coming up. Um, and unfortunately, they no longer make that licorice. 
yeah you sent me a fucking screenshot of the email conversation today and it like literally shattered my heart even though like i didn't know that you were actually trying to do that for my birthday so it yeah, was pretty but unfortunately they no longer make spicy black licorice i mean probably and that's probably just because there's not too big of a demand for it you know because I left Alaska, no one's buying <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, no, I mean, because I don't, I, I couldn't see that big of a demand for spicy black licorice. I mean, you're the only person I know that would ever eat that. It's me. So, yeah, unfortunately, so, they no longer make it. So, if anyone listens to this podcast and they make candy, and they want to hook me up at the end of seventy five hard, or just send it to me now and i'll just challenge myself every day by not eating it <laughs> so what you're saying is i need to send you 12 more pounds of gummy worms i'll just that, send them away <laughs> i'm gonna start putting them in sos packages i'm just gonna like take like do you still have some like a ha- i i think i do like I, I don't know i only seriously opened two of those bags like i wanted one of each flavor Dude, because like it would have been all downhill if I would have really indulged in those, and then I mailed two off. Yeah. In SOS packages to yeah, people that to actually like. Exactly, people that we found out like gummies. I end up putting them in packages for shit that people like stuff that people bought from Saver Six. Yeah. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. So if you have a sweet tooth, I might have. Another bag or two somewhere. Maybe. I hit him for did, myself though. Or did or did yeah somewhere. Yeah no. I ended up dude when when all this shit went down. I think I told you this. Um, like the night before, I called Kylie and I was like, "Yo, I'm like tomorrow or like ASAP. I need you to come over or I need to come over to your place, and I'm gonna drop off like just a bag of like random shit that I can't eat." It was like Girl Scout cookies. It was candy. I think it was some soda. It was just like random shit. I'm like, dude, if this stuff sits in my house for 75 days, I'm going to be fucked. <clears throat> but the only thing that I'm really proud of myself at, and it kind of like proves that, that I'm not necessarily an alcoholic, is since we started, I still have a fridge on my bottom shelf, uh, like where I keep my beers and stuff. Filled mm-hmm. with seltzers, beers, everything. And my liquor cabinet is still full. I haven't had zero temptation to touch any of it. And or like I've had friends come over and have shared that stuff with them. Like, hey, like help me drink this stuff because it's going to just fucking sit here otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that. Um, um, and then. Speaking of of health and fitness, there is something you wanted <laughs> to go over about some amazing pieces of health and fitness advice. So, I was listening to Joe Rogan say I was listening to an episode from like a week or two ago. I can't remember who he was who he was interviewing, but anyways, they started bringing up like healthy eating habits, and one of the people that got brought up was uh, John Daly. And for those of you who don't know who John Daly is, he's a professional golfer who's um, pretty old and pretty out of shape and has like these insanely unhealthy habits. So USA Today 
released an article back in like 2017 that basically said absolutely terrible pieces of health and fitness advice from John Daly. And I'll read you some of these. All right. Number one, I only smoke two packs of cigarettes. These are quotes from him, by the way. Yeah. Okay. So I only smoke two packs of cigarettes a day, not three. So I'll be all right. Uh, I used to have 26 to 28 cans of Diet Coke a day. Now I have 10 to 12 at the most. Jeez. (laughs) I can't see myself being allowed to smoke cigarettes on a treadmill. I don't think they'll let me into the gym if if I do that. Will they? So basically, he's not going to fucking do it um, unless uh, they allow him to smoke on the treadmill. And what's uh, number four say, Rob? <laughs> I, don't, I don't drink water. I hate water. I cannot stand drinking water every day of our lives. This is like See, so, so that was me. Literally, that was me before this. Yeah. Like, so I, I, I didn't drink water at all. What's going to... All right. I know you're not going to drink a gallon afterwards no, after this is done, but are you going to at least drink like some? Oh yeah. No, I'll definitely drink more water than usual after this. I think like just maybe like 64 I'll probably drink, ounces. I'll probably drink like maybe, maybe one and a half to two of these a day instead of three. Cause right now we're drinking three, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I would say that yeah, yeah I'll drink between sixteen and eighty ounces a day probably. And I, I think that's that's reasonable. Um let me go back to reading these. I crave chocolate, eat chocolate like it's going out of style. Just just eat all the wrong things that you're not supposed to eat, I guess. Because your body wants it and eats it. That's that's just for you, Rob. That fits oh, you. God. Yeah. Uh, what I've learned, it's harder to quit smoking than it is to quit drinking. To this day, I truly believe that because I don't want to quit smoking right now. Uh, I'll go crazy if I quit smoking. I'm a Miller-like guy. Always have been <laughs> since I was eight. If I cut back on ear, ugh, if I cut back on beer... Though, I'd look anorexic. <laughs> I've learned you can't drink whiskey and play golf. <laughs> well, you can, just you can't drink excessive whiskey. <laughs> well, yeah, and he's he's a professional golfer. Right. Um, my cigarette, popcorn, whiskey diet worked. <laughs> that, that's what you should do, except for the cigarettes. Should it be candy, yeah. popcorn, whiskey diet. That sounds really good, actually. <laughs> I went, I went to McDonald's three or four times a day. Jesus. Uh, I used to be able to like two Big Macs, two or three cheeseburgers, a couple of Diet Cokes, and a sitting pretty easily. Uh, I'd eat four, six packets of. M&M peanuts every day. Jesus Christ. When I had a good buzz going, I felt like I could make everything and played some really good golf. All right. These are the last two. 
I'm being boned. And then the last one is I'd rather be where I am and, f- and feeling healthy than looking healthy at 175, but not feeling healthy. What? So I think, I think honestly, I think that last one is most people. I think they'd rather feel healthy and be overweight than be, you know, 150 pounds and not feel good. Not feel healthy. Yeah. But I don't know. Another thing every, that was everybody's definitely everybody's definition of healthy is different. Yeah, a hundred percent. But another another thing that's interesting about like golf in comparison to like other sports is it's like one of those few sports like I mean, I guess you could compare it to almost curling too or something where the athlete doesn't necessarily have to be athletic looking like like fitness wise like they yeah. just have to develop that skill set to be a good golfer to be a right. good curler but not necessarily like needs to be in great shape to be a golfer right. kind of funny i don't know that's just coming from a guy that's done athletics most of his life and ones that you actually want to be in shape for yeah so, um, oh, the other thing that we didn't talk about that, you know, everyone's probably talking about today. And part of it was because we both didn't watch the fight. Oh yeah. But, uh, UFC, UFC yeah. 261. Yeah. Usman versus Masvidal. And it was a knockout in the second round. I think like a minute 40 left by Usman. Uh, we both caught highlights on it, but neither one of us caught it live. Um, yeah, and it was the first time that Masvidal has ever been uh, completely KO'd. Like, he got knocked the fuck out. Oh. And that was in front of the first uh, the full, full, yeah. full capacity for a UFC event. Correct. So, yeah. Hopefully, people got to actually enjoy that. Because from what I was told, it was a good fight. And from the highlights I saw, it was a good fight. Yeah. And now, I also find it kind of cool that um, uh, a couple weeks ago, when when Francis Ngannou was fighting, mm-hmm. yeah. Usman was uh, in his corner. You know, like going for him, helping him, like calling things and stuff like that. And he won his championship. Mm -hmm. Uh, Usman won the championship against uh, Stipe. And then, you know, followed up a week or two later. I think it was a week apart. Um, Followed up a week later. And Usman's fighting. And why can't I think of his name? I've literally just said his name. Oh, um, fuck. I forgot it too. No matter what no, uh, he's fighting Masvidal, but uh, oh my god, dude! I don't know if I could the guy that was fighting Stipe literally just oh. said it. Francis Ugano was yeah, in Nugano. his corner. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there we go. Jesus, way to one follow the story. Names. One of those names, something like that. Anyways, uh, yeah. So I find it interesting that they both were in each other's corners. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then you had a article, and then we're going to get into probably um, answer to the internet. Yeah. So I had a, I had a funny funny article, and of course it's in Florida. Um, it says Florida woman survives by being hit by a flying turtle. So this this seventy year old seventy one year old woman was driving on on I ninety five in Florida when a turtle smashed through her window her windshield and hit her in the head. Oh my god! Like just a flying turtle out of nowhere. I'm looking at now. Um, I mean, luckily, she, luckily, I mean, she wasn't seriously hurt or anything, but like, I just think it's funny that uh, just driving down the freeway and a, and a turtle just flies through your windshield. Well, a flying turtle went through the truck. This is not as as funny as last week's. Um, oh, the cat video, the the bobcat, the, the bobcat. It's crazy. Yeah, it was just it's just interesting that uh, like it just went through her windshield. Yeah. So um uh so let's see, on to the next thing we got our questions. Hmm. Yes, Rob. What are you looking at? Yeah, no, I was I was watching the rest of the video to see what happened to the turtle. Um, yeah, it, yeah, we won't, just in case my mom's listening to this. (laughs) Anyways, actually, this is a good part for my mom to tune out if she's listening is because we're about ready to get into answer to the internet. Uh, so yeah, at this point, five, four, three, two, one, the turtle didn't make it. Uh, they tried to remove its leg, I guess, and to keep it alive and it sadly didn't make it supposedly. Yeah. Um, Right, answer to the internet. Okay, let's go. <laughs> uh, would you rather give up blowjobs or only be able to eat plain chicken for the rest of your life? Go ahead. I'm, I'm, def- I'm giving up blowjobs, like 100%. Like, I'm not going to eat just plain chicken for the rest of my life. You know how boring eat- that would be? Yeah, I would agree with that. I think it would have to be like steeper consequences like sex or something like, yeah, because I can do without blowjobs. I've had some incredible ones. Okay, but would you rather give up sex or only be able to eat plain chicken for the rest of your life? I would eat plain chicken for the rest of my life if I had to give up sex. Like, I love sex. Sex is good. But that's that would still suck though to eat plain chicken. Like that's all you get. It would suck. I mean, it would really suck, especially cuz you can't even spice it up or anything. Yeah, but that's why it says plain chicken. <laughs> this goes back to the episode notes. Be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Right. You got to do I mean, it for the sex, shape, Austin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like zero sodium. Yeah. Plain chicken, that's it. John, dude, John today, my, my coworker John was trying to mm-hmm. tell me how like chicken is disgusting. It's the worst. 
Chicken's animal good. to eat and blah 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 and this and that he thinks it's so gross and his reason was this because chickens walk around in their own poop basically okay but it's not like it's not like we're You're eating, not eating the chicken feet yeah we're not and, and it's not like we're eating like whole chickens you know with feathers and everything on them yeah you know okay. all right your turn so next one would you rather walk in on your parents having sex or have them walk in on you having sex? Uh, the second, easily. Yeah. Easily. Se- definitely the yeah. second one. And I'm pretty sure they caught me one time. So. Yep. Yeah, my, da- my, my dad walked in on me when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that's – these are kind of – both of those were easy. Um, Sorry, it's would the best you, ones I could find, okay? Okay, whatever. Would you rather have no sense of smell or no sense of taste? Ooh, that's a tough one. All right, you get to go first because I read it. Yay. <laughs> um, That is a hard one. Um, I'm going to go no sense of smell. Because if you have no sense of taste... I don't know. That'd just be bland. Everything, everything would be bland. It's kind of like going to the eating plain chicken for the rest of your life. You know, if I have no taste buds, no sense of taste, then yeah, I'll eat plain chicken for the rest of my life because I ain't ever gonna ta- taste it. You know. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I'd rather I'd rather go with no sense of smell. Okay. What about you? Um. I would go no sense of smell as well because I want to be able to taste my food and all right. that good stuff. But I, I have a follow-up question for that. Yeah. All right. Pick two that you would want to keep and you lose two. Your sense of smell, your sense of taste, vision, or hearing. You have to get rid of two. I'm going to go – well, I'm going to go with – Vision and taste. I'm keeping those two. Damn, that was easier than I thought it was going to be. In my head, it played out so much worse. <laughs> what are you going to pick? I mean, I want to be able to see. I already can't yeah. hear well. Right, me yeah, too. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> All right, well, let's let's make it hard. Here we go. Okay. Uh, vision and taste. You have to get rid so of one. Um, I'm gonna get rid of vision then. You'd rather taste than be able to see. I mean, I don't know. That's a hard. No, no, you picked out. You picked out. That's your one. I'll go with taste. You you have to stick with it. It's a forever thing. That just means my. That just means my sense. You know, my taste is heightened. (laughs) Now it works. I mean, you can you you can still hear, and you can still smell stuff. I'll be like Daredevil. Oh God! Yeah, I would uh, keep my vision because I want to be able to see shit and have zero zero taste. It would suck, but yeah, I would just eat like super healthy food because it wouldn't matter. Right? You can just eat broccoli and tofu and anything you want, and just not worry about it. Plain chicken. Yeah, plain chicken and broccoli for every meal. All right. You gonna read it or you want me to? Yeah, 
Would you rather be able to fly or be able to turn invisible? God, both of those powers are pretty cool. Right? Mm, I think I want to fly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go with flying. It's, that's a hard one, though, because, like, turning invisible would be fun. Turning invisible would be cool, but, I mean, like, you can almost do things to make yourself semi-anonymous already. Yeah. But, like, there's nothing you can do to fly except for, like, get on a plane and well, I mean, fly. They were, they, I mean, they're coming along with, like, jetpacks and stuff. But... Yeah, jetpacks are, I guess, a way of the future. You, you can go, like, parasailing and paragliding. You know, get the sense Not the of, same, though. Like, to the be able sense to, like, of take off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. what's the last one, Rob? <laughs> gonna read I'm it? feeling this is a dig at me. Maybe. <laughs> Would you rather have a super intelligent partner or a super good looking partner? Hmm. Um. We've talked about this before. We have. That's why I put it on there for you. <laughs> You're a dickhead. I, I, I know. I know, I know how you work. <laughs> um. Honestly. But see, I don't know because I don't, I don't want someone who's like, you know, a hundred times smarter than me. And then, so you just want a stupid hot person? Hey, you know, I mean, aren't most hot chicks stupid? <laughs> I've met a couple that are not. Well, I mean, yeah, but like, you know, those like super hot chicks are usually not the smartest bulb. Eh, it depends. Yeah. Don't get us um, canceled. Yeah, um, <laughs> Cancel. There's gonna uh, be one on there that's one of our listeners that's super hot and super smart, and then you just got us canceled. That's okay. The Fight um, Like Hell podcast is anti. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with super good looking partner. What are you gonna pick? I mean, I know which one you're probably. I cannot pick. believe you picked that. Like, I cannot believe that. I figured you would have picked super intelligent. But see, I don't want someone who's like you know super smarter than me and always fucking correcting me. See, like, I'm going to use your same logic, but that wasn't my real logic on why I would pick Super I know. High. I know it's not. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I, I know how you think. <laughs> yeah. No. I enjoy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to say. <laughs> and this concludes episode 11. Thank you. Good night. No. I would probably go with super good looking i know <laughs> i like having a girlfriend or significant other that's attractive i feel like we should both be attractive i bring attractive qualities to the table they should too is that wrong yes nope that's shallow as hell we just lost five women listeners <laughs> and five from you so now we're down 10 way to go <laughs> there we go <laughs> Getting off to a good start. No, down to negative five. <laughs> yep, negative Now, although, like, uh, one of the cool things that we've observed over the past few weeks is where people are listening in from. And uh, I've noticed a couple have popped up in the UK, uh, South yeah. Africa, Germany was one of them. And then you guys are sporadic all over the US. So we definitely appreciate the love and, you know, you helping us try to get this podcast out there. And on that note, 
I would say if you're enjoying this, again, hook us up with a review or at minimum, share it with someone. Tell someone about our podcast who might enjoy it. That way they can look into it too and we can get our audio out to other people. Um, Austin, did you have anything to close on? or? Uh, no, man, I don't. Besides okay. you being super shallow about women, I think we can end it there. I hate you. <laughs> I know, I love you too. Uh, not shallow. <laughs> I just... I'm picky. I know. <laughs> so, right, so if you well, want to go ahead and close it out there. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Anyways, uh, all jokes aside, we appreciate the love. We appreciate the support. We hope that you guys get after it this week. Um, yeah, just fucking get out there. Like, like we opened with at the beginning of our podcast. If there's something that you really want, you got to go for it and if you got questions or you need that inspiration come to either of us we'll we'll give you a little jump start and uh or not we hope you have a fucking great week this is rob and austin signing off peace